The NHL season is officially over thanks to a Game 6 win by the Colorado Avalanche over the Tampa Bay Lightning on Sunday. With that in the past, we look forward to the offseason and it could be a huge week for the Boston Bruins as it seems as though they're about to extend the general manager and name a new head coach. Let's get into all that on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I am your host, Ian McLaren. And this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Monday, June 27th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. The podcast is free and available on all podcast platforms, as well as on YouTube. So open up your apps, smash that subscribe button, and never miss an episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. That's BetOnline, where the game starts. Congratulations again to the Colorado Avalanche on winning the Stanley Cup. We're going to talk today about what's next for our Boston Bruins now that the season is over. Quick reminder that you can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at LockedNHLBruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at ENC McLaren. Been following this team all my life, covering them formally for various outlets for 17 years. And I've seen many coaches come and go during that time. And it looks as though the Bruins may be on the cusp of hiring the next coach in the history of the franchise. Over the weekend, uh, Joe McDonald of the uh, Worcester Telegram tweeting out that it seemed as though David Quinn was scheduled to meet with ownership over the weekend. Whether or not that is the you know, official anointing for Quinn or not, or if other candidates like Jay Leach, Jim Montgomery, Spencer Carberry, Joe Sacco uh, will still be brought in to meet with ownership is not clear. But it does suggest that Quinn has you know, successfully completed a couple of interviews and has moved to the highest phase of the process. He's a 55-year-old native of Rhode Island. He coached the New York Rangers from 2018 to 2021. Uh, Taking over as the coach continued an overhaul for uh, the Rangers who were rebuilding. He was... Fired, however, shortly after team president John Davidson and general manager 
Jeff Gordon. After they had completed uh, the rebuild and were moving into the kind of uh, competitive phase or supposed competitive phase, the Rangers advanced to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Last year, however, they failed to make the playoffs and it was a very tumultuous season for the Rangers, which we'll get into here in a moment. But what you need to know right now is that Quinn was hired by Jeff Gordon, who is a very smart hockey mind. Uh, he was very instrumental in building the success the Bruins achieved over the last decade, filling in between Michael Connell and Peter Chiarelli. He was instrumental in building the current iteration of the New York Rangers, adding a Norris Trophy winner, adding a Vesna Trophy winner, adding two very good forward prospects. And he tabbed Quinn as maybe not the guy to guide them to a championship, but to at least build something in New York. Gorton, of course, is now... Uh, in Montreal, continuing some solid work as head of hockey operations for the Canadians, having brought in Kent Hughes to serve as general manager. Now, Quinn was a first-round draft pick of the Minnesota North Stars in 1984. He was forced to retire from playing due to a blood disorder. Uh, before coaching the Rangers, he coached his alma mater, BU from 2013 to 2018, making it to the national championship in 2015, where they lost to Providence. His coaching experience dates back to the 90s, started as an assistant at Northeastern before moving to Nebraska, Omaha, an associate head coach under head coach Jack Parker before getting his first pro head coaching gig with the Lake Erie Monsters of the AHL. Um, he then moved to an assistant coaching job with the Colorado Avalanche before taking over for Parker at BU. During his last stint there, he recruited and coached current Bruins Charlie McAvoy and Matt Grizzlick, which is pretty important. He's also uh, coached in the USA National Program. Uh, including the uh, Olympics for Team USA this past week. So again, David Quinn reportedly scheduled to meet with ownership over the weekend, a sign that he is a, if not the leading candidate to take over as head coach of the Boston Bruins. Now, Steve Conroy of the Boston Herald, uh, also wrote this morning, or sorry, yesterday, that it appears as though the Bruins are also finalizing the long-awaited extension for general manager Don Sweeney. Uh, Joe McDonald of the Worcester Gazette and Telegram reported on Saturday that a deal had been finalized. Seemed like a inevitability when Cam Neely declared his confidence in Sweeney 
at the end of the season. Sweeney, of course, went ahead and fired Bruce Cassidy and, by all accounts, is acting as status quo while he waits for this uh, extension to be signed. Also ahead for the Bruins, uh, they're tentatively scheduled to sit down with team captain Patrice Bergeron to discuss his future. Again, reportedly going to sign a one-year bonus-laden contract. He had been on vacation, scheduled to sit down with Sweeney this week. So, all of this could come together over the next five, seven days. That would be an extension for Sweeney, the hiring of a new head coach, Patrice Bergeron back in the mix as the Bruins look forward to the draft and then free agency. Now, next we're going to discuss why David Quinn was fired from the New York Rangers and what he might bring to the Boston Bruins. Is he the right fit? But first, a quick word about Bet Online. BetOnline is your number one source for all betting needs and sports info this summer. You can find all the latest developments, league reviews, and news for Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all sports wagering information, including live sports, betting, esports, scores, and BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite events teams including mma boxing and golf you can head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at bet online where the game starts thank you so much again for making locked on boston bruins part of your day again the podcast free and available on all platforms as well as on youtube uh, the youtube is especially handy because if and when Bruins news breaks. The first place I will post about it is the YouTube channel. So you're going to want to subscribe over there so that we can, uh, yeah, get you that timely Boston Bruins news. I think we're nearing 500 subscribers. If we could hit that before the draft, that would be chef's kiss. Beautiful. Now, the New York Rangers fired David Quinn. Just over a year ago, on May 12th, 2021, after the team had failed to make the playoffs in the shortened COVID-19 season. This came about a week after John Davidson and Jeff Gordon were ousted as team president and general manager, respectively. Uh, Chris Drury took over as general manager, and he decided to... Fire Quinn, along with assistants Jacques Martin, David Oliver, and Greg Brown. Quinn put up a record of 96, 87, and 25 while charged with developing the Rangers' robust youth movement. If you remember a few years ago, the team was quite outspoken about entering a rebuilding phase. And David Quinn apparently was only able to take the Rangers so far. Now, it should be noted that David Quinn's final season 
with the New York Rangers was quite tumultuous and not only because of his coaching abilities or inabilities. There's quite a list of things that went wrong for the Rangers during that season. First of all, you have the whole COVID-19 pandemic that affected a key player for the Rangers in Mika Zibanejad. He had COVID-19, had a very uh, slow stretch of time in there where he, um, yeah, just was not producing. You had... Uh, the political issues going on with Artemi Panarin, where he felt like his family was unsafe back in his native Russia, and he took a leave of absence. You also had, at the end of the season, uh, incident with the New York, or sorry, with the Washington Capitals, where. Tom Wilson spurred a pretty massive, uh, I don't want to say line brawl, but, um, you know, Tom Wilson punched Pavel Bichnevich when he was down on the ice. He punched Artemi Panarin, who came in to defend the player, pulled Panarin's hair, slammed into the ice, and... The Rangers put out a statement criticizing uh, George Peros for not suspending Tom Wilson because of that event. Um, so that was another thing. And then you also had um, the whole Tony D'Angelo incident where he was punched after a game by goaltender uh, Alexander Georgiev. And uh, add it all up, it was a very crazy season for the New York Rangers. They had qualified for the playoffs in the bubble, uh, but they lost to uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, who then lost to our Boston Bruins. Having said that, he also helped incorporate some younger players into the lineup. Guys like Adam Fox, who won a Norris Trophy, K. Andre Miller, uh, Ryan Lindgren, Pavel Buchnevich, Cabo Keiko, Alexis Lafreniere, Igor Shesterkin. But ultimately, ownership decided that they wanted to bring in a more veteran head coach to lead the Rangers. And that really paid off this season as they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals under Gerard Gallant. What were some of the criticisms of David Quinn? Well, according to Larry Brooks and Molly Walker of the New York Post, uh, the Rangers too often seemed flat at the start of games, unable to maintain a level of consistency throughout that unique season. 
They were hammered three times within 12 days by the Islanders by an aggregate margin of 13-1 to when the playoffs were still in sight. Here's a key thing as well. Quinn was unable to get his marquee players to buy in on the need to adopt a more straight-line approach when opponents, like the Islanders, game plan to take away their time and space. That sounds very familiar. Quinn pleaded for the club to adopt a more shooting mentality. That never seemed to get through to the skilled players who became increasingly stubborn this year in their quest to score picture-perfect goals. I mean, if he can crack that nut for the Bruins, that could really help their 5-on-5 scoring. How many times last season did we talk about the Bruins making that extra pass, not having that shoot-first mentality? Uh, That was huge for the Bruins at times. David Pasternak fell prey to that. Brad Marchand fell prey to that sometimes. Uh, I, for one, think the Bruins could use that more straight-line approach. Bruce Cassidy, I know, tried to hammer that into them. Perhaps they think Quinn has a similar approach and will be able to get through to the players this time around, having that experience with McAvoy Grizzly. Uh, The New York Post went on to say one can make the case that Quinn did exactly what he was brought to New York to do, oversee phase one of the rebuild before passing the baton to the coach who would then guide the team to championship contention. Quinn is a man grounded in establishing personal relationships with his players and those around him. But they would hardly agree the Post maintains. One can make the case that he deserved another season, one not so dramatically impacted by the pandemic, with the roster that it's expected to be fortified by additions of grit, muscle, and north-south players that the coach has coveted. Quinn was unable to make that case to sway Drury, and <clears throat> the reins were handed to Gerard Gallant, who, uh, you know, was obviously instrumental in getting the Rangers to the Eastern Conference Final. Although you could argue that Igor Shosturkin was more instrumental than the head coach. That was another criticism that I've heard from Rangers fans. Uh, You know, his inability to decide between the two goaltenders, not just running with Shosturkin, which seems a bit crazy because he's obviously the better goalie a uh, Vesna Trophy winner. But he did oversee Adam Fox's Norris Trophy campaign. And uh, there were some positives. I know a lot of Bruins fans are not high on this potential hire. And, you know, potentially for good reason as you look at his record with the Rangers. But it was a... uh, Winning record, he did get them to the playoffs. He was handed a rough time in hockey history with bubble, shortened season, uh, COVID-19 affecting key players. But what's troubling is if he's not able to get through to his star players, was that just a Rangers thing? Will he be more successful? Has he learned from his time with the Rangers? 
Uh, that is yet to be seen. I don't hate this potential hire as much as some people seem to. I think there's something to be said for his relationship with McAvoy and Grizzlick. Uh, I would assume that McAvoy was spoken to by Don Sweeney, considering he's a key player for the Bruins, potential future captain. Um, I would assume Patrice Bergeron also spoken to about this potential hire. Um, having said all that, if you're looking at all, <clears throat> excuse me, all the best candidates for head coach, there was really no reason to get rid of Bruce Cassidy in the first place. That ship has sailed. Barry Trotz is off the table. He's taking a year off at least. Uh, so David Quinn, New England guy with ties to some players. If he's learned from his time in New York, and if he can get the Bruins to adopt that more north-south mentality, a shoot-first mentality, then it could be a nice pairing. Uh, but again, with any new head coach coming in, it's going to be tough to get off to a running start because of all the injuries. Uh, but maybe he can... Connect with Jackson Nika. Maybe he can get them to shoot more. We'll have to see. Um, and it's not even a done deal yet. So perhaps we'll hear today some other candidates meeting with ownership. But the fact that he is suggests that he's pretty far along in the process. Overall, I say they should have kept Cassidy. But I'm willing to give Quinn, if he's the guy, the opportunity because of his relationship with this, to some current Bruins. Uh, was it a total failure in New York? And in you have to put it in the context of shortened seasons, bubble playoffs, COVID-19, hitting arguably his best forward. Uh... Artemi Panarin missing a bunch of time. And also Tony D'Angelo's situation in there. That's a lot for anyone to handle as head coach. We're going to talk here in a moment about Colorado winning the Stanley Cup. As well as how your weekend was. But I want to thank you again for making Lockdown Bruins your First listen every day, part of your day at least. Really does mean a lot that you subscribe, download, listen, interact on the YouTube channel and on social media. Please do subscribe if you haven't already and tell a Bruins-loving person in your life about the podcast today. Colorado Avalanche winning the Stanley Cup. Thanks in large part to Kale McCarr, Norris Trophy, Conn Smythe, and a Stanley Cup all within the span of a few days. Uh, just an incredible run for him. Uh, great to see Nathan McKinnon, Gabriel Landisco. I'm not an Avs fan per se. I was rooting for them to get some new blood there. Uh, I really loved Gabriel Landeskog's post-game interview on Sportsnet. I followed him for a while. He played for the Kitchener Rangers up here in the OHL. 
uh, just seeing him get emotional about making his kids proud and all that was great. Uh, seeing Nathan McKinnon, I had a tweet that kind of blew up. He said he was the drunkest guy at Sidney Crosby's cup parties. So Crosby better be drunk at his. They're, of course, from the same hometown, Cole Harbor, Nova Scotia. They skate in the offseason with Brad Marchand, who's from nearby Halifax. So I bet Brad will be in on that as well. Nazem Kadri telling his haters to kiss his ass. Everybody who said he was a liability in the playoffs. The Avs have a bunch of guys who they might lose over the offseason. Nazem Kadri is a unrestricted free agent. He would look great in black and gold, whatever you may think of him. Uh, Nichushkin would look great in black and gold. They're going to be in for some big paydays, as will Andre Burakovsky, uh, Josh Manson, uh, Arturi Lekkinen, who scored this series clinching goal, is a restricted free agent, and they're going to want to keep him as well. Nathan McKinnon is a year away from UFA eligibility. So there's a lot of up in the air for the Colorado Avalanche, but I believe Joe Sackick is well-equipped to uh, man that ship. As far as the Tampa Bay Lightning, I don't think they're going anywhere really either. They have the best goalie in the world, one of the best defensemen in the world. They were missing Braden Point, arguably their star center. Um, him and Steven Stamkos, obviously, up there. Um, don't rule them out. Fatigue may become an issue, but um, they're still going to be a very, very competitive team. So the season is over. All eyes now turn to the NHL draft, which is set for uh, next week in Montreal. Between now and then, I will be continuing my look at Don Sweeney's draft history and getting you prepared for the draft with some guys that the Bruins may be looking at in the second round. They don't have a first-round pick, of course. Um, speaking of the Bruins' former captain, Zdeno Chara, said his client intends to make a decision about his future in September. Unrestricted free agent, 45 years old. Um, still got some gas in the tank, and we'll see if he comes back for another season. And with whom um yeah that's it for today's episode i believe i hope you all had a great weekend <clears throat> my wife <clears throat> went to visit her dad over the weekend so it was a boy's time here we went to our church gym played some games there we my two oldest boys sat down and watched dr strange on saturday night i had low expectations I was very, yeah, pleased with it. Thought it was pretty cool. Not a perfect movie. I have a lot of questions about it, but entertaining enough. I watched a bunch of Umbrella Academy and uh, looking forward to finishing that. Catching the series opener of, or the season opener of Westworld. And uh, what else are we watching? I think that's pretty much it. 
the boys, obviously, as well. A very wild episode there last week to end the week. That's it for today, friends. Thank you so much for taking some time to uh, hear me out on David Quinn. If, when, he's hired. If, when, Don Sweeney is extended. Be sure to be following the YouTube page so that you catch the breaking news over there. Hope you all have a great Monday to start the week. We'll talk to you again here tomorrow on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.